0: <clears throat> <clears throat> Episode 77 of the 459 podcast starring Craig Allen Spivak. Today, July 12th, 2021. Music break. Ba da 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 stinger. da 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 ba da Boom. 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 bum. That's it. That's all I got. That was my musical stinger break. You know how, like, they'll do a cold intro in these podcasts and then they'll cut away the music. And then back to the guy talking, person talking. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Watch your pronouns. Um. Okay. That's good shtick. That was good. Uh,. I'm only doing like these 10 minute bumps You know what I'm saying or I, Yesterday I did a 15 Which is fine I'll, I'll keep it to 10 to 15 all right? uh, And now I'm trying to, inst- I'm trying to instigate a, a, a. I listen to what I said And, and then uh, try to deny shit that I said um, What did I say Oh, so one of the things I talked about was Porn I don't get porn This is true I don't get Porn and, it, and then that led into a conversation about Promising a Woman. So we'll get to the porn first. Uh, uh... I don't like porn. It is gross. But I watch it anyways. That's what I wanted to make clear. Um... I don't know if you need to know everything about porn... In terms of my porn habits. Uh. When I was younger, I watched more of it as I've gotten older, I have grown out of it uh, these days i I don't know every six to six to eight days, I need to drain the tank as we call it, and porn can assist in that, but that's about it and I have my favorite uh the best way to uh, I, uh, uh, I uh, growing up, I had uh, Christy Canyon, Nina Hartley, Ashlyn Gear, maybe two or three others, and that was it. That's, those are the only girls that I watched, and the guys who were humping them, and the girls that were humping them. That was it. I couldn't. I was faithful to them. I was faithful even in my porn watching. Isn't that so ridiculous? I'm not like that now. I'm less monogamous. Um, there are a couple of, uh, ladies that I am partial to, for sure. Uh, they're all older. (laughs) I still watch Nina Hartley. If Christy Canyon were still a performer, I'd still be watching her. Um, and, and I met Christy Canyon recently. I met her a few years back. And, uh, I was knobby-kneed and everything. It was lovely. She's such a lovely, wonderful, gorgeous, decent woman. It was nuts. It was nuts how beautiful she was. Uh, and I met Nina Hartley once, too, and she let me grab her ass and spank it. And it seemed like it was erotic, but it wasn't. It was like we were performing a scene. She's like, yeah, spank my ass, yeah. And I did, and we were hugging, and I spanked her ass while we were hugging. But I wasn't aroused sexually. I just wasn't. It was just playful. And she, she was lovely, just a lovely, lovely, nice Jewish girl from San Francisco. And she's older and just delicious. Um, Last night I watched Samantha 38G. Right, okay, you want the truth there. She's stunning, big girl, and she does it all, and I like that. But that's it. Uh, I'm trying to confess my porn sins. Why? I'm all of a sudden this Catholic guilt here. I found out my some of my in laws have Jewish in them, until now I'm like, oh, I guess I'd better confess my, I better exchange it ec- ecumenically and become two percent Catholic. Um. Yeah, porn has definitely played a role in my my life. Um uh, my sister-in-law and that is she married my brother uh discussed on her podcast about uh porn or uh my father. Uh my father was sick for a while or and before he died and Oh, no, no, excuse me, before that. (laughs) Uh, My father had a giant porn stash, a famous porn stash. And uh, the 94 earthquake hit, and it got splattered all over the place. And my sister-in-law and brother were in charge of helping mop that up. And my dad was like, ah, I'll take care of that. Ah." You know. And um, the follow-up that I can offer to that is I was in charge of disposing and dismantling all of his porn after he died that was me so literally the day after he was dead they had taken the body out my mom wasn't in the room she may have been uh at the funeral home i'm not sure she may have been she may have been just in the other room sleeping cuz we had exhausted ourselves in the last couple of weeks and i just went to his stash i knew exactly where it was i basically it was my stash as well for a long time but can i tell you it was i hadn't seen a lot of the magazines and tapes in a while and there they were and i grabbed them all up and put them in a bag and then drove them to a nearby dumpster Um and I tore them all up because I didn't want, I didn't want uh, children being exposed to it. I didn't want, even if they were of age, or I didn't want, I just didn't want that. <laughs> I didn't want that kind of uh, stuff lingering, you know. And I tore, I broke all the DVDs, and and I think there may have been a videotape, I'm not sure. And I tore up all the mag, and the magazines. I was like, oh wow, I remember this from childhood, you know. And, uh, yeah, it definitely shaped me uh, in terms of what I like physically in a woman. It was all big boob woman, that kind of stuff. I, it's not all that I like, but I do have an appreciation for, uh, I like all, all shapes and sizes and ages of women that are age appropriate, I should say. Um, nothing under 18, nothing under 30, really. Um, but that's just me. But yeah, that, that was that big, uh, a uh, big big source point, you know, because I can remember being a kid and stumbling upon his stash and 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 checking it all out and not under- not quite understanding what was going on, but understanding that women were beautiful and all that and uh my dad had porn in the house growing up, and that affected me, and I assume my brother i don't know um, I would have appreciated a house that didn't have porn in it. Let me put it that way. I probably would have been a lot better off and I would not had such a massive exposure to it. Uh, and it's true. Men learn sex through seeing and porn and doing and all that stuff and seeing it and having that sort of exploited uh, image. And it's not healthy. And I'm not sure what women go through. Uh, I don't think it's visual. I don't think they stumble upon magazines or porn. Maybe they do now because of all the internet stuff. But when I was growing up, I I don't think that they were doing it that way. I think they were doing other things, but not that. (sighs) So, yeah. That's the first addendum to yesterday's podcast I talked about. I mentioned porn in that I don't get it, but I still do watch it. That's my addendum to that. Um, The second thing uh, is... So I talked about wanting and enjoying performing. It's an ego stroke to perform to attractive women and I want to make clear that all the women in that room that I was performing in were attractive <laughs> and the energy together there were three girls in there the energy that I experienced was lovely and I enjoyed it and uh but I like I like an even crowd it, I don't want it to be all women I don't want it to be all men you know I like a nice balanced Crowd of my peers, be they comics or be they regular audience. I prefer a a regular, balanced diet. Um, Sometimes when you're open micing, it's all dudes, and it just gets a little dark, or it can, you know. Oh, this fucking cock. It's just I. I, And I don't respond to that. I don't. Sometimes it's good though because you can vent and and have fellowship with other men that's that's good but sometimes it gets dark um there's not a whole lot of women in stand-up so i've never really done it where i'm the only man in the group and at an open mic i've never had that experience i have had it where it was female dominated where it was like 10 people there and six or seven of them were women i like that i responded well to that i I like that energy. I enjoyed it very much, actually. And, um, yeah. So those are my two addendums to yesterday. Uh. That's about it. I'm I'm about an hour away from hitting the fourth wall open mic. We'll see how that goes. Um. uh, I did, it's there there's comics out there who who run shows of their own right and i don't know i don't know how to approach these people in order to get a slot and i feel like with one person in particular i have approached them cordially and decently and they're just not interested and they'll be there today and i'm like all right how do i handle that rejection <laughs> and i'm realizing well I'm old, I don't give a shit. You know, so... You just have to... There's really no solution to that. You have to just put stuff like that behind you. Um, as a performer, you're, you're going to naturally be prone to rejection and prone to being sensitive towards rejection. And you have to build up enough muscle to, uh, to withstand that. <coughs> so... I think that's it for today. That's where I stand. Um, Joe and I jammed last night, and we did uh, Sweet Jane by Velvet Underground. I recommend that. We did Fake Plastic Trees by Radiohead. We did 250624 by Chicago. Uh, um, we did... Lift Us Up Where We Belong by Joe Cocker and Jennifer Warnes. So all these songs I've just mentioned are on my playlist, or I guess in my head. I'm hearing them in my mind. Okay, go out and live a life.